piso 21 va lo lo piso 21 va lo londra suete suete obi on the rums on the rums on the rums obi on the jumps hey tanto tiempo que ha pasado bienvenidos a radio menea i'm vero valletti flores and i'm miriam soila perez And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we are back! Hey! Did you miss us? Yes, you obviously missed us. Um, We're back with just a little meneito. We're starting off slow and just talking about some of the songs that we we listened to while we were away. Mm Mm-hmm. I missed this a little bit, though, y'all. I did. <laughs> it was nice to have a break, but um, I love, I don't know, I love this podcast. Did you miss it at yeah. all? Um, I did. I, I feel like I missed, I missed like, the, the, the process, the research, the looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some times when, like, stuff came out. I was like, oh, we should, I could bring this if mm-hmm. I was, we were doing it. But, um but I also really appreciated the break. I do have yeah. to say, no, it was it was very much needed. I think a lot. I've, I've noticed a lot of podcasts. I think who are around our age, people have been doing it for a couple of years, like took a big chunk of time off this summer. I think there's just like a general feeling of like, oh wow, we've been doing this for a long time, and like we need a break. So I saw a lot of different sort of like summer sabbatical mm-hmm. things on lots mm-hmm. of the podcasts that I listened to. So we were not the only yeah. ones, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, what are we listening to right now? Yeah, so this is um, a song that I came across when I was in Mexico. So I I think you all know I spent the month of August in Guanajuato, Mexico, which is in the basically the center of the um, of the country. And I had an amazing time, and I'm happy to share more about it. And I, in terms of music, I actually, that was a little bit disappointing. I wish I had more access to sort of music and the music scene. I don't know if there's much of a music scene in Guanajuato. It's a college town, um, but it's not a huge city, and it's not, you know, it's not like Ciudad de Mexico or places like that, right, where there's like these incredible, right. incredible right, scenes. Right. So it's also possible I just didn't have access to it. I didn't connect with anybody who was super into like local music. But um, but I did, of course, listen to music while I was there because duh, it's my life. And this song I came across actually listening to like the top, like the Mexico top 50 songs on Spotify. There was a playlist. Mm. <laughs> so this, this song is called Te Amo and it's by Piso 21 and Paulo Londra. And so, um, Piso 21 is a Colombian sort of like pop reggaeton group. And Paolo Londra is an Argentinian rapper slash trap artist who's like 19 years old. Um, he came up through like getting big on YouTube just really mm-hmm. recently in the last like year or two. I don't know. Have you heard of either of these folks? Vero? No, 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 I haven't. Yeah. And yeah, I just really like the like chill sort of feeling of this song. Piso 21 has been pretty popular since like 2012. And they've collaborated with other big artists like Nicky Jam, who just collaborates with everyone in Colombia, basically, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He gets around. He gets around. Second uh, Yes. And this song um, came out in March of this year. 
Nice. Yeah. Um, did you have this on while you were like cooking and doing your your chores? Yeah, you know, I didn't Mexico. I didn't actually listen to a lot of music when I was doing the cooking or or limpiezas, but there was this really beautiful spot that was just walking distance from the house I was staying at called El Pipila, which is a monument to um, the independence. So Guanajuato had like a pretty big role in the independence from Spain. There was like a big okay. battle at this um, place they called the Londiga, which was like a grain storage place but mm. only for very short time and then the spanish used it to kind of like barricade themselves when the sort of the initial fights for the independence were happening and there was a big battle there and basically this um so Guanajuato's particularly well known for being a mining center there's a ton of mines that are still active and have been active since like the colonial period and like a ton of the silver that came from mexico um came out of this particular mine it was like very very productive oh okay so el pipila is a monument to this miner guy who was 18 who basically used like a big piece of stone to help um get into the alondiga and like win this battle against the Spanish and he was very gruesome and bloody obviously as these things were. So there's this big statue to him and it's up on the Guanajuato's in is very like um, mountainous things I didn't know until I got there. Cause I literally did no research. Um, but yeah, it's in <laughs> basically the city's in a Valley and it's very mountainous, like high altitude part of Mexico. And so anyway, you're up on this um, kind of up in the mountains over overlooking the city. And it's this like gorgeous, gorgeous view of the whole city. Um, I can put a picture of it in the show notes if folks are interested. I took a really beautiful photo from there. So anyway, all that to say that I was, I spent a lot of time there just sitting there because it was really beautiful, A, to look over the city. And also like a lot of people were there. It was like very active. It's like a tourist spot. It was spot. like a placita. Um, kind of like I mean, it's not a placita, and that it's it's actually like stairs that are overlooking this view of the city. But it is that, mm. and that, and that there's like vendors and food and music, and people are just like hanging out there. And Guanajuato is interesting because it's a touristy place, but not American tourists. It's like very much Mexican tourists. Mm. I don't think it really like hits the is at the top of the list of places people go um, in terms of like tourists from the U.S. It was actually kind of nice. And, like, I was hanging out there one night, and there was, like, a proposal that happened, and then mariachis were playing, and, like, the whole family was there, like, that kind of stuff. So it's, like, so I was sitting there listening to the Mexican Top 40 one night, and that was when this song <laughs> came across my... So all that story to tell you, yeah. Um, and I highly recommend Guanajuato if folks are interested in traveling to Mexico and checking out a different part that's not, you know, it's not... Obviously, it's not, like, the beach towns, um, but there's a lot of, like, culture. There's a lot of history... There's a lot of like theater and plays and um, and it's also it was pretty well preserved because there was a lot of money thanks to the mines in that area. It was well developed during the colonial period and then has been preserved since then. And um, if you have you seen Coco, um, Vero? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So the land of the dead in Coco is somewhat based on Guanajuato, like what the oh, city looks okay. like. Yeah. Cause it's very colorful. Anyway, I like totally fell in love with the city. So I'm a huge fan, but, um, but yeah, that I didn't listen to a ton of music when I was in my little cabanas with my friends that I stayed with called it this little casita. Um, for some reason I didn't listen to a ton of music, but, um, I did when I was like walking around the city and sitting in these beautiful places. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it was lovely. It was lovely. What did you do during your August time off? Um, what did I do? I uh, tried to go to the beach a lot. 
Did um, you succeed? To leave my beach anxiety. I mean, I did, but also the weather in New York was really trifling for a while. Like, it would be, like, 90 degrees and sunny every single weekday, and then the weekends would be raining. Mm. Like, this happened for, like, three weeks, which, like, mm. made me have so much panic. Aww. But I did go I did go to the beach a few times. Um you know, if it was if it was for me, I would like literally live on the beach. Climate change and you know, baby boomers like really ruined this mm. dream of mine mm. of living on the beach ever because now it's too dangerous mm. to ever live oceanside. Like without yeah. your house, you know, being consumed by the ocean as an mm. eventuality. Right. Um, so, you know, it's never, it's never enough, but, but I, I did, <laughs> I did go, I did go and it was nice. Mm. Um, and what else did I do? I don't know. I was just chilling. Yeah. Hanging out with friends, doing a lot of work. It was a right. busy, it was a busy August. Right. You also like had a run in with some weird like sea creatures when you were at Respeech, I saw via Facebook. A sea preacher? Oh, a sea, sea creature. creature. I did have a run-in with a sea creature. I thought you said like a preacher, like <laughs> a church preacher. Right. That uh, would be like, a whole different kind of <laughs> What is a sea preacher? <laughs> yeah. The last day at Reese Beach, there was this like these really weird little like fish spawn situation all mm. over the ocean. I was like, what is this like gross fish semen? But it mm. turned out after lots of Googling that it's a creature called a salp, mm. uh, S-A-L-P, and they're like, fish are so fucking queer, y'all. Fish are so genderqueer. They like <laughs> are... Um, like they like are st- start off like not as like male or female, but then they change it up depending on what's needed of them and wow. depending. It's just like it's amazing. Like seahorses, right? Seahorses are also like can, can seahorses impregnate. I don't think they can self impregnate, but they um, seahorses. There is a male and a female, but the the male carries the babies and births them. So like oh, okay. The eggs are passed on to to him, but fish have all sorts of. If you've ever believed in gender as a binary, like you should take a look at fish because that will <laughs> blow that shit up for you. And like um, plants too. I feel like we gender plants in a way that doesn't really make any sense, but and humans. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All that's true. absurd. Fair. 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 It's just all absurd, yeah. but yeah, so I did have well, this, I'm like, sorry. I, I did feel that it was just, like, I mean, it was, like, a little weird and gross, but then I was just, like, after I read about them, I was, like, of course y'all were at the queer beach, you know? Right. Like, that makes <laughs> sense that you'd come here. You know where <laughs> you belong. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Real. Real. Well, we have some exciting stuff coming up for this fall, including we one definitely do. thing that we want to tell you all about because it's coming up in a couple of weeks and you can already make your plans to see us. Yes, that's right. We are really, really super hype that we're going to be um, at the New Latin Way Festival. We're going to do our first live podcast recording. Mm-hmm. So we're going to yeah. record it. It's going to air at the end, at the beginning of next month if you um, can't get a chance to come to New York City. But if you are in or around uh-huh. New York City on September 30th, yep. we're going to be at the New Latin Wave doing a live recording and we're going to be interviewing the amazing, super talented DJ Bambona. We've been emailing yes. with him for months.
months trying uh-huh. to like figure out a time to like get together and do this together and we're so excited to be able to do this in this format with her there so yeah it's on sunday september 30th in new york city in brooklyn it's at the brooklyn bazaar um we are kicking off the festival so our um, live podcast taping which will be about an hour with dj bambona will start at noon and then there's a ton of stuff happening all day. There's speakers and panels and performers and artists, and there'll be a bunch of people tabling. It seems super cool. So you should come and hang out with us and meet all these other amazing Latinx artists. We have a discount code, so you can get a ticket for just $10. Go look at the show notes um, for the discount code, but it'll give you $10 tickets, and you should come and hang out with us. And yes. Yeah, yeah. and like Veto said, we will be... Um, hopefully publishing the recording of that episode, but there'll probably be some stuff that we won't um, publish like Q and a and things like that. So you should come in person because it will be super fun and you can meet Bambona and us and all the other folks who are involved in new Latin wave. Yes. And if you don't know who DJ Bambona is, definitely look her up. She is um, amazing DJ. She's Panamanian and Puerto Rican. And we're going to be interviewing her about music and Afro-Latinidad and just mm-hmm. be chatting about songs. And we're we're just so excited. We're just mm-hmm. so excited. I think it's going to be really, really cool. If y'all are close to us, you should try to make it. We would love to see you. For sure. And we'll put a link to DJ Bambona's stuff in the show notes so you can get a little preview of um, her amazingness. And we'll hopefully yeah. we'll see you there. Yay. Nos vemos allá, cuties. Mm-hmm. So what's your song for today's Manito, Vero? My song is a song that came out a couple weeks ago. Um, It's called When I'm With Him, and it's by Empress Of. You found me lost, left me like a desert rain. I try to fight, but I just don't feel the same. I feel possessed, I speak but can't express. came out a few weeks ago it came out late august um and it stayed on my rotation and uh, we've brought empress up before this is her newest um and it's going to be part of an her upcoming album it's called us and that's due in october 
And I have to say, I've been following Empress of since like her systems EP, I want to say like something like 2013. Mm -hmm. And I love the direction that she's going mm -hmm. in. It's not what I would have expected necessarily. I think she's growing into this sort of like poppy, more melodic direction. And I find mm -hmm. it super fun and it really fits her. And um, I really think the video for this song, yeah. the visuals are so super sweet. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, she calls it a love letter to East L.A., mm -hmm. which, you know, she's from L.A., um, and it's just, it's just gorgeous. It's, mm -hmm. like, really stunning. It's beautiful. It really, like, um, pays homage to the people of East L.A. and a lot of mm -hmm. queer East L.A., actually, mm -hmm. um, queer L.A., and it's, it's just beautiful and cool, and I, I love this. I think that I'm super excited about, um, about her uh, upcoming album in October. I think that it's gonna be just like a really like gorgeous, beautiful, fun record. Mm. Yeah, I really liked the song in the video. It felt very like whimsical and kind yeah. of like dreamy. And yeah, it was like a little bit more like sweet and poppy than I expect from you, Veto. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it's very sweet and I love it. I feel, but I feel like the production is like really still like on like, I, I don't know. It's like innovative and fun. It's not, you know, like it makes me, it's, I still find it very exciting. Right. Um, I feel like I really love like a sweet, like a really well-constructed sweet song. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like this is it. And, and I'm just, I'm just really excited by this. It's been like totally on my rotation. It's very like su end of summertime, like almost wistful and, mm -hmm. and um, it's totally a mood. Mm. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I liked it as well. You brought Empress of, I think, really early on to like one of the first few episodes of Riley Mnam. Probably. I mean, yeah. we started. I've. I mean, she's been like one of my faves for a while. So yeah. I. So I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I've brought her a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, she was an early one. I remember. Yeah, I really love on this song also when like the Spanish verse hits because mm -hmm. it's mostly in English and mm -hmm. then it's like sort of unexpected. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. also a thing that I appreciate about her that she's always done, you know, that is that she's always like she's, you know, played with both languages right. in her music. And yeah. and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really I liked that moment also. It was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Has anything Love changed about like your it. music consumption while we were on break? I don't think so. I feel like um, I, well, maybe I've been listening to a little bit less music because I, um, you know, the, there's these Supreme Court confirmation mm -hmm. situations Hearings, with yeah. Kavanaugh and, um, you know, dear listeners, as you all know, we, um, you know, Bittis and I have like a long history in reproductive health and rights and justice movement. So I've been um, really sort of like fixed and focused on that. And right. um, it has also like a lot to do with some of the other work that I'm doing right now. So um, I've been like listening to a lot more news and like, um, you know, I feel like I've been like whereas um before I was like listening to more music I think that because I had this break I was like and and all this horrible crazy shit is happening which I don't know I feel like it's always crazy shit but I've been like listening to like a lot more news and and trying to like figure out you know who wrote this crazy op-ed in the New York Times mm -hmm. my theory is Kellyanne Conway that's my crazy oh, theory I hope I'm right okay all right all right <laughs> 
But um, yeah, so I've been, I think that that's shifted a little bit, but I'm ready to, you know, bring music a little bit more back into the forefront because you can listen to so much fucked up shit and still, Uh I feel like there's, there's like a certain degree of saturation with news where you can just like, you keep listening and it's just like, you just get more stressed out, but you don't know more necessarily. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Because I was basically off, like, when I was in Mexico, I didn't check the news. I wasn't on Facebook. I was Instagram was really the only thing. And then I was looking at my email every, like, couple of days, but mostly not reading anything that didn't need to be responded to. And I still mm-hmm. feel like I know what happened. Do you know? It's like I – you still yeah. somehow, like, absorb and pick up the headlines. Like, I know about the op-ed. I know about Kavanaugh. I know, you know, like – so I don't know. It's interesting for me to figure out like what that balance is because that break was really helpful to just like reset and not feel stressed out every day. Like I was very relaxed the whole time I was there. And like as now I'm back, I'm like trying to figure out how to keep that. And some of that is definitely around how tuned in mm-hmm. I am, am I to politics. Mm-hmm. And obviously like when it's your job, it's a different situation. And my job is like less about politics um, than it used to be because of the, my writing has kind of switched from having to cover more new stuff to covering more like long-term reporting, which I'm was a purposeful shift that I made, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, I do think you're right that like more does not equal more information or better informed. And I think mostly it equals like more pain. Right. But I know that's part of what um, is like the recipe for news and what people read, which is, a problem I think um, because it doesn't necessarily mean people are better informed and anyway so all all that to say yeah I feel you um, and I and yeah music is definitely having that as an absence is definitely a problem especially if it's replaced by like news media yeah yeah I'm ready to like to to delve further into music and you know maybe have a more reasonable news consumption mm-hmm. diet. <laughs> yeah. I support you. I support you. All right. So my um, last song for this menito is called Cien Años and it's by Haash and Prince Royce. Lo que yo siento por ti no tiene explicación Y solo me pregunto cómo derrumbaste en mi cada rincón Has hecho nuestra cama siempre un verano Volviste divertido lo cotidiano Y no entiendo cómo lo lograste Pero sé que hoy De ti quiero más, más Me gusta todo lo que me das Más y sin permiso Me has robado el corazón Poco a poquito Yo quiero ser cien años contigo Contigo la vida es mejor Yo quiero ser cien años contigo changed my cheesy AF romantico ways oh, <laughs> while I was gone. Surprise, not. surprise. <laughs> this is a total pop ballad and I am not ashamed, even though I know you're not going to like it, Vero, but I am sticking by my preferences. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> yeah. I support you. Thank you. Um, so I have to give a shout out. So the 
I think I said this already, but the, the reason I went to Guanajuato, I wanted to go spend an extended amount of time in, somewhere in Latin America, and I wanted to go somewhere where I had some connection to people who were local to the place. So I picked Guanajuato because Rosalia um, lives there with her family, and Rosalia was actually my caretaker, like babysitter, um, from when I was born until two and a half because she was living in North Carolina because her husband was getting his PhD in chemistry. And my mm, mom like mm-hmm. posted an ad on a billboard somewhere, like a bulletin board somewhere looking for like a Spanish speaking. Old school. Yeah, old school. <laughs> for a Spanish speaking um, babysitter and Rosalia was the one. Um, and we've stayed in touch with her. She's become kind of like a family friend, like her and my mom. And we've seen her a little bit um, throughout my life, mm-hmm. but like my strongest memories of her are from that time. So um, I got back in touch with her and she was like, yes, come, like we'd love to have you. So I like stayed in this little um, like in-law apartment essentially on that's right next to their house. And she has two um, adult daughters who are in their 20s. And it was super lovely. I could go on and on about Rosalia. It was really amazing to spend time with her and her family and reconnect. But uh, when I w- we talked a little bit about music because I was you know kind of keeping my eye on what, what kind of music um, I could learn about while I was there. And Paulina, who's the younger yeah. daughter who's 22, when I asked her what kind of music she liked and what group she liked, she mentioned I don't know if they call them hash or hash. I'm not sure. It has a they have this asterisk in the middle of the name, so it's a little bit hard mm-hmm. to, to know yeah. how they pronounce it. It's a little weird. Yeah. So that's where this song came from. Um, so shout out to Paulina for this recommendation. Um, they are a Mexican American pop duo, um, but I think they're mostly based in Mexico because that's they sing in Spanish. But they were born in Louisiana, um, and their sisters. Oh. Yeah. They're sisters, um, and they've been doing their thing since 2002. Uh, I think I'd, like, seen them every once in a while, like, come across Spotify, but had not really paid much attention. Um, so I gave it more of a listen, thanks to Paulina, and I really like I like them. It's very nice. cheesy, but very sweet. Um, and they've nice. had a few hits over the years, but this song came out last year. And... Um, Prince Royce is on this track, which was a little bit of a surprise to me. He's, <laughs> he's know. like making making all sorts of moves around, just yeah. like pop, like making Latin pop, pop moves. I know for sure, yeah. And I just I've, I've decided I have to get over my sadness about it because like he's allowed to evolve <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> he doesn't have to be doing the music he was doing when he first came up. He doesn't owe I anybody feel anything. You, but I like, feel you. God, it can be his, hard. I know, and I think his bachata was really great, and I just. I don't know what is motivating his move, if it's money or what, but um, but it makes me sad. So, but he gets to do what he wants to do. So, if he wants to be a pop star, that's that's his choice to make. <laughs> so he features on this track pretty prominently. Um, Amazing. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is cheesy in the way that his bachata was cheesy, but does not have any of the sound that I really yeah. liked from yeah, his yeah, yeah. early days. Totally. So, so yeah, this is my little poppy contribution amazing well um thank you for bringing this thank you for (laughs) um you know truly being yourself thank you friend yeah yeah. (laughs) i i appreciate that you can appreciate that part of me even if you don't if you don't understand it or you don't share it (laughs) totally share it and um it's possible that i may may even be more cheesy than when before i left because i spent ended up spending a ton of my time in mexico working on a draft of a young adult fiction novel that I started back like five years ago and then hadn't really touched since then um, and then picked it back up and ended up spending a ton of time working on it and actually have a completed draft. Is that cheesy? 
Well, it's is young, young adult, adult fiction cheesy. Young adult fiction can be cheesy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, <laughs> it's like writing it's, a book isn't cheesy. It's cool. <laughs> well, it's a, it's you know, it's a book about relationships, and it's a book. There's Got a love it. story in the book, um, and young adult fiction tends to lean toward like happy endings, so that can be a little bit cheesier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say it's over the top, but it is a book about a relationship um, and mm-hmm. about like identity and ex- self-exploration. And I don't know. You'll have to read it and tell me if you think it's cheesy. But uh, <laughs> 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 um, hopefully someday, dear listeners, Amazing. you'll be able to read it. We'll see. I still have to do a lot of editing and whatnot, but I was really, it was really fun to work on. And I ended up using Guanajuato as part of the story. So that was fun. Um, so stay tuned. I'm going to keep working on it and hopefully... Unless, unless you're, you happen to be a young adult fiction editor or agent and you want to hit me up, <laughs> we happen to have one of those in our audience. That would be amazing. But, um, but that would be other incredible. than that, I've got some work to do to kind of figure out, um, if I can move it forward, but yeah, but yeah. it was super fun. And I have still, de- I still have to decide the main character, what her music tastes are going to be. And that's like a hard thing to decide. Oh, like it feels like, oh yeah, feels that's like an important, important detail. Right. It's an important part of our identity. And so I'm like, do I want to, you know, should she be really into bachata like I am, or should she have a different taste in music? And she works in a coffee shop too. So like being able to put the music on when she's working anyway, it's definitely like kind of part of the plot that I have not yet figured out. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. But, I see. But yeah, that's that's my story. So thanks for listening, y'all. We're so happy. To, I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely happy to be back. We're excited to like get back in with you. Um, we hope you missed us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now you're happy to have us back because we're going to be back for the foreseeable future now. Yes. Our yep. break was really super nice. Uh-huh. Um and we kept our store open we did. Um, while we were away, and yep. we definitely had a few orders. Yep. But to celebrate that we're back and that, you know, sort of like everything is back in operation and full swing, we um, want to give you a little bit of a discount code for mm-hmm. our store again. Our store is... Um, available on our website Mm -hmm. you can um you can find it very easily there at radiomenea.com and um if you use the code menealo you'll get a little bit of a discount so this one's on us yeah a little 10 percent off as a regalito for sticking with us and coming back after our nice little break so we'll put the discount code and a link to the store in the show notes but it's menealo and you can get um 10 off so get yourself that Team Feelings pin you've been meaning to buy or the Cardi Tote or the Evie Queen sticker, all of the um, lovely things that we have put mm-hmm. out into the world. So Definitely. And if you're able to come to New Latin Wave and check us out on September 30th, we'll also be, there'll be some merch available for sale there as well. So that's another Absolutely. option. And you can save yourself a little bit of dinero on shipping by coming to see us in Brooklyn. Yeah. well thank you so 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 much for listening as always everything that we talked about is going to be in the show notes and um, including information about the songs and about our event so be sure to um, to check those out because we talked about a lot of different things today Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Radio Menea if you aren't already following us there. And we will talk to you next week. Hasta la próxima. 
Chao.